welcome to another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you live from the upstairs studios in the Exploration Early Learning Intergalactic Headquarters. I'm with Anita Dinger and Lisa <laughs> just Murphy. Need some, some space music there, Jeff. Ooh. There, yes, yes, that's just, perfect. Just because it's intergalactic. God, not, she can do mean, southern, she can do British, and she can do intergalactic. Intergalactic does, you're amazing. It, it doesn't mean... It I do believe voices that we can do are... But it, you can't use a ninja for the record. It doesn't mean we're not... It doesn't mean we're not happy earthlings. It just means this is intergalactic headquarters. Um, today we're talking about uh, flashes. And I was thinking we need to talk about those those flashes of learning. We see the kids, those light bulb moments where, where they get... <gasps> moments. Yeah, those moments where they where they get something for the first time. The goosebump moments The goosebump moments. I get goosebumps. I just get excited. What kind of... The kind aha of, moments. The aha. What kind of moments do you have, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> Um, kind of flash. Oh, well, I have a. Well, I, I wasn't sure if we were going to go here or not, but I have an entirely different kind of flash moments going on oh, uh, right about now. Um, more, more of the oh my god, I, I need to get naked in ten seconds moments. I'm not sure if anybody else is uh, experiencing that. Jeff, I've gotten you, quite well, there. I know. I, I'm not experiencing it, but I, I do have that offend people. Oh. <laughs> This is what I wish in, in the podcast you could say to the audience. Can I see a quick show of hands? You know, it's um, interestingly, anybody with Jeff all day long, and I haven't felt the need to take my clothes off yet. Have you? <laughs> Actually, Danita, I well, I did have concur. solitary confinement. That's true. Yeah, you missed Your it. You were, no idea what you were in the closet. In <laughs> what kind of flashes uh, yeah. were you having? Flashes yeah. of awareness in the closet. Yes. Okay, yes. we're talking hot flashes. Oh, dude, yeah, I turned. Uh, Probably, let's see, I'm 43 now. I think when I started, like 39, I I started uh, getting the the night sweats okay, and yeah. the uh, and like, but it was and this might be a little TMI, but I mean it was like the night before I got my period, I would just wake up in a pool mm-hmm. of sweat. Glad it was Ooh. sweat. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like somebody peed the bed. It's that bad. It's for serious. It's, for and, and then you get cold, and then you get the goosebumps, and, and then you're, you're so tired, so you but get... you don't want to get out of bed because you're cold. So you have to go get the towel and lay the towel. It's just, yep. it's just not. It's nasty. So this is, a, and then you a bundle bad up thing. because you're freezing, and then it happens thing. again sometimes. It, it, it in the same night, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was this very regular, consistent one night, and it was like, oh my god, and it would always happen, and then it stopped out of the blue, just as soon as it started. It stopped, and then it picked up again, and then I will say I have been sweat-free for... <laughs> Yay! Hello, I am Lisa. I have I am a couple of months, free. but now I get the, like, if all of a sudden, if my feet get hot, then I get super crabby, so, like, if my feet get hot, then, like, I, I have to take off my shoes right now. In fact, I brought my flips with me. I brought my flips with me for today because I knew if we were here all day and I got my boots on and then I start cooking, and then by the time I'm in the cooking... Well, and then the red wig doesn't help because that's hot too. Of course, yeah, the forehead. red wig. You can't see my hair, <laughs> but I'm 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 rocking so that this little mermaid. So that doesn't let you cool off off of your head. This is true. Holds the heat in. It so, does. can we assume that those things get in the way of early learning? Sometimes, well, you if know, if you want to make the connection here, if you happen to be a woman here, of a certain age you, working in childcare, that I I could think that it could get in the way. I mean, mine, what I'm experiencing isn't during the day for what it's worth but it affects your sleep 
Well, you get up and you just mm-hmm. feel it, so it wakes you up, sure, yeah. sure. But I, I haven't, I, I would be exaggerating if I said it It has affected my sleep or my performance or mm-hmm. if I have a gig the next day or something like that. So I, I can't make that link because that would not be accurate. Um, it, it, it's more of that when it does happen, it you need to do something right this minute. So like if, if I am cooking and all of a sudden my feet get hot, it doesn't really matter who's in the room, like the shoes and the socks and the boots, everything's like whoosh, coming off right now. So if that was happening to somebody during the day, and so it's it's like Bambi when the forest fire, all the animals are running and all that that kind of stuff. <laughs> run, away, run away, run away! Yeah, I'm picturing away. Bambi come out of your boot. Oh, here comes Stumper. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, and Flower. We're, we are on a slippery slope here. And, uh, you can call me Flower if you want to. I love that. And, and so how's how's Tom Murphy handling all of this? Is he aware or is he just? Well, well, in true dude fashion, he sleeps through most of it. But but there was one time where he woke up and he he like did the arm hit. He's like, "Hey, did You're you piss sweat. the bed?" <laughs> and if you did, why is it up by our head? You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, it's just disgusting. Is your head yeah. melting? Your head, you my melting. <laughs> All right, so I, I guess I've got a little bit of experience with this because I've noticed that when Tosh is traveling with me now, she takes control of the thermostat. And she'll be hot. she'll be walking around in her jammies or something, and I've got like Arctic Explorer gear on, just trying to keep from uh, from uh, getting frostbite in the hotel room. And so, is this a sign that that's where we're headed? I guess. Well, Tom Murphy, before he had his surgery and lost all of his weight, because he, if you don't know, he had gastric bypass surgery last April, so in April of 2012. And going into that, he was the polar bear. Like, he was always, always, always hot. I'm and a big polar bear. Was, yes. And I was kind of always on the chilly side. I always had a sweater on. It could be 80 degrees outside. I would have a sweater on. Since his surgery, we have literally switched roles. He is always freezing all the time. All the time. I think one, it's because he lost 150 pounds. And two, because of the nature of the surgery, I think he's just kind of hasn't balanced himself out yet. His sister has had the surgery. She said it took about a year and a half before she wasn't cold all the time. Wow. It it would be strange if his surgery caused your hot flashes. Exactly. Exactly. I don't don't think we could make that leap there. Yeah, I can't go there. But while he was gone on the surgery was when, you know, I would like turn everything down because he had knee surgery after the other one. So so we have noticed that the our temperatures were off. So when he left to go have his knee surgery, I'd be like, the first thing I did was turn the heat down because... He, it, it was just unbearable. So I think if if we're if we're taking this kind of topic and trying to extrapolate it to our industry, what I think the common denominator is is that if you're not comfortable, it's going to affect your performance. Oh yeah, absolutely. It just goes right along with taking care of yourself, and you know, yeah. If I am if I am distracted by either being too hot or too cold, now we're Maslow, right? Mm-hmm, Basic mm-hmm. needs, food, shelter, clothing. Can I really be the best that I can be if I'm totally distracted by the fact that either my fingers are numb because I'm freezing cold or because if I don't get my feet, my shoes off oh, yeah. right this second? Well, yeah. the whole I need to take my clothes off right now thing is not appropriate. No, that would in, not be appropriate. In uh, early Even in settings. Yeah, in a, it really yeah. doesn't matter actually where you work. I well, remember. and I do have a well, crabby Well, I mean, there's a couple of places you could work and it'd be well, fine. Exactly. But, and you get well, tips for it. as long as it, it was your turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't up. think you can just go out there and pluck someone off that pole, can you? Jade, Jade. Oh, no, field trip. <laughs> Jade, it's my turn to the pole. Now. I need to take my clothes off Now. <laughs> But I think my, my feet thing was always even before, though, uh-huh. this. 
I've Malia, I have a Malia heard of story. That foot thing. My, I have a Malia story. I was still teaching in a center, and I, I'm guessing I had been crabby in the morning, which is not my really my mo with the kids. Even back in the day, before I knew really what what I was doing, and we were coming in from being outside, and I had my boots on. And I must have said something out of my character because little Malia, three years old, looked at me and said, maybe you should just take your shoes off. Oh, I love it. Oh, God, and that's funny. Because I was always barefoot in the classroom. There wasn't a rule about that. So mm-hmm. I would I would take my shoes off and be barefoot inside. And clearly a three-year-old was in tune with the fact that maybe I was crabby because my feet were hot. See, now my feet need to breathe when I sleep at night. Oh, yeah. They have to be outside, outside. of the sheets. One leg out? One out. One, yeah. just one. Because mm-hmm. so if you have two out, then your your toast, the boogie man, will get you. If you two out, you'd be sleeping horizontal in the bed. Oh, no, I can work it. You can, you can make it. <laughs> Don't take that out of context. We have the gifted sleeper here But no, today. I can, if I need to, because I'm particular on sheet texture, too. So if they're a little rough, both feet have to be out because my feet like to rub on the sheets. And, yep. Wow, so, we, we sure we we've sure opened up a whole another can of worms here. Do now. you sleep so. face down or face? Do you sleep on your belly or on your back? Oh, on my back. Yeah, oh. I have a terrible back, oh. so I can't. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeff, if I sleep on my. Uh, if I can't depends. sleep, depends. I kind of. I I can. Go. <laughs> How do you think you fall asleep at night? How do I fall asleep? At, I uh, kind of on my side, I think, but I can go both ways, side to side, up, down, whatever. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Another exclusive disclosure <laughs> here, child care not, bar and grill. Not, not quite that many ways. Um, and so the flashes, uh, the hot flashes, that's a, a physiological thing. But I think a lot of caregivers have those emotional flashes during the day where oh, sure. where something happens. And, and that really gets in the way of the, the right here, right now, in the moment kind of stuff that we, we strive for with kids. And that can get in the way with, with the relationships, just like... Uh, well, especially uh, if what you're observing brings up potentially a negative memory yeah. for you. Yeah, or something I mean, that makes you uncomfortable. I've seen caregivers that, I mean, at, even at, at conferences, they get a, a phone call and they take the phone call mm. and... Their whole demeanor changes within within seconds. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and and those kind of things happen to work all the time. You have a disagreement with your coworker. The director tells you something. The 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 meal program ladies in the building. All those kind of things can can really impact the here and now with the kids. And so those kind of flashes are something we need to be aware of too. On all the paperwork at my my um my own children's school, I always always put Leroy's contact first, and I put in big letters, call this number first because. They always call the mom first. And in our situation, I can't, can't, I can't, because the guilt of knowing that your child is sick at school and they need you, but you can't leave because there's other children. So Leroy is fabulous. On, and that, there was one time the nurse kept calling. Finally, I called her and I said, I don't mean any disrespect. But I said, doesn't it say on the paperwork to call this number first and she I don't remember what her response was I think maybe Leroy wasn't answering so she came to me or it just didn't get transferred over onto what paperwork she had um but nonetheless that that fixed the problem and they don't call me anymore but then you feel like a bad mom because you don't want the school to call you but I can't I have to be in the here and now with my daycare but then you can get distracted by that oh absolutely can trickle and it kind of takes you a couple minutes to regroup and find your center so you can kind of data dump it let it go yep yep I think flashes of insight too 
we can have too flashes yeah. of like oh, or that God. light bulb that for aha us, moment for as us as well as the for kids us as oh. absolutely people always ask me how I went from being super super structured in my program and lesson plan. I mean I was so planned out and I completely we would play for 30 minutes and then we would get to the important things and learn and do do those things but it was completely separate where now the play is the learning um, but people always ask me how I got there and it was one flash one moment at a time, one moment where you just step back and you're like, there is so much learning going on here and I had nothing to do with it. I am just getting to observe it and it's amazing and I could have never planned this. And then I'd go back to my plans the next next day. And then two weeks later, maybe another one of those aha moments. Well, pretty soon it was one aha on top of another, on top of another, a flash here, a flash there. Everywhere a flash, flash. Yes, and all of a sudden you realize, okay, this is the way to go, not the way that I was. A flash of insight. Mm-hmm. And so what's your, what's your most memorable flash of insight moment that you've seen in a kid, that, that light bulb moment, that aha moment, that one that sticks in your mind? Oh, man. There's just so – I've been thinking about this, and there's just so many. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, um, my Eric. I love my Eric. He has, has turned into – He's the one that's going to be the, the – gynecologist or the no that's ethan Ethan. (laughs) um no eric is is my uh oh he's just become a a determined child he's he used to if he failed he was on the floor throwing a tantrum it was over and now he's just he can work hard he can make mistakes and pick himself up and try again but every once in a while just like everybody he regresses and he goes back well he had a day um where he bumped down um some a paracord rope that I stretch across the room. Sometimes we hang clips on it and things, but it was not going across the room. It was up on a shelf, and he knocked it down. And um, in my program, if something like that happens, I always just say, oh, you've got a problem. How are you going to fix that? Well, another child actually saw it and said, oh, Eric, you got a problem. You need to fix that. And so Eric kind of looked at him like, because <sighs> he's so he was getting a ramp down is what he was doing. He was getting a chunk of rain gutter down, and the rain gutter bumped the rope and knocked it down. So anyway... He gets the chair, and he tries to put it up. He picks up all the rope, and he puts it up onto the shelf. He gets down, and before he's on the ground, the whole rope had slid back off and down, and he collapsed with the rope. I mean, it was amazing. He just totally melted, and I just stood there and watched him. No, the, and how it works is if you, you try, and then if you, you fail and you try again, you can come and say, Nita, I need some help. So I was just waiting for him to come and ask for what he needed, and he wasn't, and he wasn't. Um, and finally, I went to get, and he is on the ground every once in a while doing the things. And uh, I went to get a glass of water. When I came back, the rope was put away. And I go, Eric, you did it. No, he had not done it. He had asked Gavin, though, for help. And so I said, well, Eric, guess what? If Gavin can do it, I bet you can do it, too. Did you see how he did it? And he goes, yeah. I said, Let's see you do it. So I put the rope on the ground. He did it. And the light bulb that went off and the pride that was there in his face was worth that whole long story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Scaffolding, ZPD, Vygotsky, zone of proximal development. You saw, he saw what he could do Mm -hmm. then with the assistance that was given to him. Yeah. And then he learned from it and he did it. It was amazing. It was just one of those just cool moments. I love moments somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That sense of, (gasps) Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have a kid in a flash story? Mm-mm. I got one. We uh, we let him dig a big hole in the yard, 
and we started out with a couple shovels and and just this tiny little hole and over over a summer it got to be about four and a half foot deep and probably 12 foot across and 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 they would do this thing where they put like every toy in the yard into the hole and and a variation of that one day is three of the uh i think one of them maybe was in first or second grade but mostly older preschoolers, uh, young elementary, uh, they put, uh, rolled my wheelbarrow in there. I mean, this big full-size wheelbarrow, the three of them. And I said, okay, that's, that's awesome. I thought it was hilarious. I said, that's awesome. Get it out. <laughs> and they looked at me and they went to work getting it out. And it took them 45 minutes and they argued and they threatened each other and they yelled at each other. And I'm biting my lip the whole time because they get it halfway out and it falls back in and then it's so-and-so's fault and all this stuff is going on and then they get it out and the light bulbs go on. It's just ding, 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 ding. They got it. They made it happen and the first thing they do after they get it on is they put it back in. They put it back in (laughs) and it took them about three minutes to get it out the second Uh time and they put it back in. It took them about two seconds to get out the third time and and, and so they, they... they stretched, they scaffold, they built, and, and it was awesome. And it was just that flash when they figured it out, they, they owned it. And I think what happens way too often in our – a lot of our, our, our early learning settings are, are very adult-centered. Mm-hmm. Um, when we make them kid-centered, the kids own that learning. And when we're, we're adult-centered, the kids – we teach them things instead of letting them learn things. And I think that steals the opportunity for those flashes from them. I, I have another one. I set the shaving cream free last summer. I set the cans of shaving cream out on my driveway. Did your legs get hairy? Yeah. <laughs> and I stepped back, and I was expecting these huge, just mountains of shaving cream all, all over the place. Well, truth of the matter is, if you think about you folks at home squeezing that shaving cream shut, we know, or oh, to get shaving cream out, we know to use our thumbs. Well, they're all shaking. Their shoulders are shaking. Their biceps are shaking. Barely any shaving cream is coming out at all, and they're exhausted from using so many muscles. And then light bulb came on. They figured out which muscles to use, how to use them. And then there came the mounds of shaving cream. And, I mean, the, I mean they were so excited dancing around. Because at first they're like, we can't do it. And I said, you can. Figure it out. Keep trying. And they got it. I also think there's a the the time factor of adults that see that moment that's about to happen and instead of jumping in and being the boss of the moment I'm thinking a lot of Montessori while you guys are talking actually and one of her quotes about the children are now working as if mm-hmm. I do not exist and then Anna Quinlan said at some point we need to be able to move to the sidelines of their lives which is where we belong if we've done our job right children are capable of doing so much more oh, yeah. than what we ever think, I, yeah. I believe. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I think, I think we see it all the time. I'm sure listeners sure. see it all the time. And I think way too often we, we, we know they're right at that, mo- that flashpoint, ready for it to happen. And for us, I mean, we're wired, mm-hmm. so we see it. And, and for sometimes that flash may take a day or two days or three days or a week longer than we think it's going to be. And, and we want the, the drive is to rush in there and help them through it but really back off take a breath let them own it and and everybody walks away a little bit better off for it oh absolutely and a lot of times i think what happens is is um programs that are too scheduled or too rigid with their scheduling um children get rushed and things done for them simply because oh it's time we move on yep 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 We, we can't do this for very much longer because it's almost time for large group time 
Yeah, well, you they, can't be doing that when we're in lunch. And, and when we do that, what we do is we steal, we steal the time away from. Yes. They're they're building this actual scaffold, and and we steal that that time mm-hmm. away from them, and that's just well because we think that something what is coming next is somehow more important than this this middle section. It's like right they're like now. these little purgatory sections through our day, and in our adult brain, it might not look like anything important is happening at that point. But but then you rob them of learning how to put on their shoes and to zip their coat, and I know it takes an hour and a half. But what is more important than that? Nothing. I don't think anyway. Something they're going to do a couple times in their lives, so they might as well might as well figure, figure it, it out. out. Yeah. Well, and I always put myself into the situation. I detest being told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you may not know this about me, Jeff, but yes, I'm yeah, a slightly I... stubborn person. So I it was again a flash of aha for me. Connecting that, oh, maybe children don't like to be told all the time. Maybe uh, they need to figure it out. They need to find their own way of doing something. You know, that was a big revelation for me, too. I used to be one of those people that there was just one way. You know, Legos were to put put together for this that they're to build with. They're not to be stirred in the pot. Exactly. (laughs) You read my mind. Totally. They're macaroni and cheese. They're everything. I mean, I I tell people, if I could... Look at myself and my program 15 years ago to how it is now. It's night and day difference, and it was but like you changed one your flash mind. after another after another and realizations, yeah. Yeah, big eye-openers. And the thing is it's just to be able to see that and know that you need to – something needs to change. That's to how be, I felt to, with to me. There was it. enough I think- moments where it's like, okay, you need to, you need to back off. Do you think that sometimes there's flashes occurring, but we just don't see them? Oh yeah. Oh, I think they. I think that happens little, all the time. Little gems and I mean, that are put in front of you. A lot of it is in some of the research that, like uh, language. A lot of little ones, they they practice that when they're when they're alone, laying in bed and that kind of stuff. And they they words that they've heard, they start saying those things for the first time when they're when they're when they're alone, and they start making those connections and and uh, in those quiet moments where they they are free to be, what is it, introspective maybe to 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 take that practice. step. And they don't feel like they've got the the, the light of, of the uh, the adult shining on them or something. So uh, they feel free. Yeah. So either one of you ever been flashed? <laughs> Actually, no. No. I'm trying to think. You'd think I'd remember, but if I yeah. was in a, if I was in a if in a, if I was in an establishment where one might get flashed, there is probably some if beer involved, and pro- I may not. Remember. Well, it doesn't have to. I mean, it could be in an alley or something. <laughs> no, I've never been like consensual. Flashing. I've never, I've never had. I've always wanted just <laughs> to flash someone. No, no, to be you know like passed on the interstate by someone going. Oh, oh I forgot like, that. That no, I've no, I don't have any exciting stories like that at all. Do I've you? got. I, you no, just I don't. Me. I'm, I'm racking my brain. I mean, it has happened. I know people it's happened to, but I you have just remind. I've got two, and my vehicle sits up pretty high, so I could see into a lot I, of cars. He has two stories. I've got two stories. You, you two? just reminded me of one, the Sweet. interstate Let's one. Let's hear them. Um, years ago, I worked at uh, I worked the overnight shift at a Seven Eleven, and uh, down the street there was the the pink pussy cat. Which obviously would have been the place I'd preferred to work if I would have a pet thought about store it. right there in the middle of town. It, yeah, you think. Um, Lisa, with the, with the pink wig Lisa was wearing earlier, she would have been a big hit down there. That's right. Um, so about 2.30, 3 o'clock Keep in the morning after, after the uh, pink pussycat closed at 2, uh, patrons and uh, employees would come in because, I mean, Seven Eleven was about the only place open. And so uh, every once in a while, um, I, I got offered a, a flash for a burrito or something like that. And I was like, 
Yeah, okay. A flash for a burrito. Yeah, let me see them. Kind of like uh, a coffee for a ride on the garbage truck. Yeah, kind of like that. And, and so it was, a, it was a good exchange. I'm, I'm all into the barter system. And the other one was a couple years ago here. Tit for I was, tat. Yeah, tit for tat. <laughs> <laughs> tit for tat burrito. <laughs> Uh, I was driving back from a from a gig in Wyoming, driving across North Dakota of all places. Oh, you got to watch out for them though. And 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 I'm even in my creepy my creepy adventure van. And uh, this um, what's the correct word? I was going to say chick, uh, young lady, uh, female person. She's driving by, and and I get the woo, and speeds off up ahead of me, and I kind of like awesome, awesome. Well, you know what? And listening to you talk now, does Mardi Gras count? Oh, Mardi Gras should count. See, now okay. I've never. Of course, I never got any. Mar- Mar- I never Mardi gave away any beads. You never got beads, I or never you... got beads, or gave them away. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Well, well that we came to a to, screeching halt. We might have to come back to this in a future episode. <laughs> you guys should go out and uh, and uh, try to make that happen. <laughs> Denise has always had the. Where'd the you desire. get them beads? <laughs> All right, so this has been another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. What have we learned today? We've learned if uh, you run into Lisa Murphy and she seems a bit grouchy, put her feet in ice water. We've learned that we should let kids own that learning moment where they f- have a flash of insight. And that we should also pay attention for those flashes in ourselves and uh, see what we can do to, uh, to, to build on our own learning, our own knowledge, and, and enjoy those moments in our own lives. And uh, if you ever need a burrito... <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Tasha just whacked him. <laughs> I apologize for that. I'm not going to edit it out, though. No, I... Connect with Danita at playcounts.com. Connect with Lisa at ooeygooey.com. And connect with me, Jeff Johnson, at explorationsearlylearning.com. See you next time.